0: Tuesday, it's Tuesday the 2nd of February, which is my nephew's birthday. Aiden, you are probably not listening to this podcast, but happy birthday, man. I'm thankful for you. Um, today, we are back with the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan, your faithful as ever host, and I'm here with the inimitable Wendy Kapinga. So Hello. thank you, Wendy, for joining us back in the Bible Reading Plan podcast.
1: Absolutely. Pleasure to be here.
0: So, okay. Um, Little bio stuff. Wendy, did you have any New Year's resolutions? Are you a resolution person?
1: I'm not a resolution person um, because it feels like I'm setting myself up for failure. Mm -hmm. But I do try to take kind of a scope of what took place in the last year that maybe I don't want to follow me into the new year and what things were healthy that came out of um, the last year that I do want to take. So it was really just, for me, it was a reflection of COVID just slowed us down a lot. Um, And I want to make sure that we maintain some of that little bit slower pace of life, um, just refocusing some areas and Mm -hmm. paying attention to some of that stuff was, it was good in the midst of bad. Um, So
0: yeah I love that I I think it might be enough to simply reflect on the previous year and learn from it rather Mm -hmm. than just jumping towards your ideas about what you think you can accomplish by the end of the year although that's cool too Um, I admire that as well but um, yeah thanks for that Um, so slowing down a little bit yep sweet Um, yeah for me very similar stuff just reflecting on this past year wanting to be Uh, aware of my pace, wanting to be aware of like what relationships are most important to me, especially being with my family a lot. I'm realizing how important those relationships are. Uh, I was reminded of that last year, um, how integral those are to me um, spiritually, emotionally, all that. So
1: now we've shared them. So we're being held accountable. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. So slowing down and prioritizing um, our uh, family relationships. So there you go. Um, Okay, Wendy, so today we're going to be reading from Luke 2, verses 22 through 40. Um, I'll go ahead and read this passage, and I'd love to hear some of your reflections, especially anything that gives you pause, makes you want to, like, what, what the heck does that mean? Um, Things like that, um, as well as anything you find particularly inspiring or something that is, um, you feel like maybe God's getting your attention about.
1: Okay.
0: All right. Luke 2, 22. When the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. This is Jesus they're talking about in Mary and Joseph. Okay. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, this child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be opposed, so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, then as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment, she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who are looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their town of Nazareth. The child grew up and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Wendy, as you hear that passage, what is grabbing your attention today?
1: Um, I think there's two different things. So first those first couple of verses when it just talks about all of like the fulfillment of kind of these rituals that his parents went through and that they did. Um, it's just this reminder of like the humanness of Jesus when he came to earth, like he wasn't above the law in any way. He They still went through with all of the, the ordinary customs. Um, and that's just, you'd kind of think like he's the Messiah. Could he skip all that stuff? Um, but he didn't. And then the second thing, I think what really grabbed me today is the fact that both Simeon and Anna, they're really old and it talks about all this wisdom and all the patience that they had in waiting, like knowing and trusting that the Messiah was coming, that their savior was coming. Um, I don't know. Those are just the two things that kind of grabbed me today. Hmm.
0: Yeah. That patience waiting, um, Yeah, imagine what Anna, what kind of characteristics Anna would have had to have. As a widow, um, who is very old and never leaving the temple, but worshiping there with fasting and prayer night and day. Imagine what kind of person that is, you know. And how do we emulate that? Something I love about both Anna and Simeon is they are being so impractical. You know, think about all the other things they could be doing with their time, all the other people they could be spending their time with, um, all the other busy obligations they could have. And they're choosing to set those things aside just because they want to see Jesus. They didn't even do anything. You know, It's they Simeon holds Jesus, you know, um, and, uh, and then when Anna sees Jesus, she praises God. And then they're like, all right, I'm good. That's what I, that's what I wanted to do. That's what I spend decades doing is just waiting to do that is to see Jesus and, you know, praise God. And then I'm done, you know, like, it's like
1: this great anticipation. And then it didn't really, there's no big, big thing at the end that they were just yeah. satisfied with
0: yeah, it's something, not like there's a big a cloud moment. or a, you know, a, you know, a pillar of fire comes down and consumes them and draws them up to heaven like Elijah or something like that. It's nothing. It's just like the simple joy of getting to see Jesus with their own eyes. Yeah, and I just go, man. Do I have that same kind of desire in my days? Like, is my day to day like their day to day? Is my day to day life oriented around that? Like opening my eyes where am I seeing Jesus today? Can I spot him? And is that, would that be enough? Would that make my life worth it? You know, like, um, they're both like, you know, um, what is, um, Oh, Simeon says, master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace for my eyes. have seen your salvation. Um, right. He's basically saying my life was worth it. Now. Um, it it was enough that I just saw Jesus. I think that's, Um, something to be admired about Simeon
1: yeah because I'm guilty of praying and thinking like what's the big thing that God's going to do not the tiny little
0: yes small
1: moments that he's putting right in front of me but because my expectation is you know that something so much greater is going to happen like a Disney World moment instead of just an everyday ordinary revelation
0: yes uh and in you're saying like in you're saying in my prayer life I I meet with Jesus and in, in order to see if Jesus can do something else greater for me yeah is that kind of what you're saying like
1: yeah so you, like if I'm praying about the job situation right now right. and like patiently waiting um and, but I'm praying about that I'm thinking you know God's going to reveal that there's some big thing mm-hmm. when in reality it may just be a, a conversation that I have with someone that like plant a little seed of some sort. And we can talk about those things in our Christian life, like that they exist, that we're fine with small seeds. But in reality, I tend to act a whole lot happier and more grateful when God comes out with his big show and makes it really clear.
0: So there's simple Um, answers to prayer like that. But then also, what about just the satisfaction of having just dwelled with Jesus in prayer? You know what I mean? Like. What if he doesn't answer any prayers? What if there's Jesus... just
1: the opportunity to have had that moment in prayer exactly. should be enough.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what if it's just right. meeting with Jesus and um and not not asking for anything and yeah. just being like, how good it is, you know, um, better is one day in your courts than thousands elsewhere, you know, like I uh, this is what I asked for, this is what I seek. The one thing I ask for, Lord, this is what I seek to dwell in your house, right? Like just to be in your presence. Um, is that enough for us in our faith or does God need to answer some other kind of question for us or solve other kind of problems for us thank God God does promise to answer other and he wants us to ask him you know and that's good you know to ask him for our daily needs and our our big problems and our questions he wants us to come with those things but um it's funny
1: we both talked about relationships and like the slowing down aspect that 2020 revealed to us and I'm thinking on that now like well it was just the presence of my family together I wasn't asking them to do anything and yet here I am like hello a little (laughs) you know
0: maybe I should be
1: doing the same thing a little bit more with God like am I not just grateful for the opportunity to spend that time just with you with him yeah Um, so it's
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a, that's a powerful word of conviction for me, as you you talk about that, to go, I'm just wondering with you, by like, is it, it, what am I truly seeking, you know, am, am I like Simeon and Anna, who are content to seek Jesus and Jesus alone, not because of anything he has to give them, he's a little baby. He's not going to do anything for them or (laughs) presumably, you know, at least at this point, of course, he's going to be the, you know, cause of the falling and rising of many in Israel, right? Jesus holds more, Jesus more than a baby. But um, at that point. But they're already
1: old and they're not going to likely see that. So they're
0: just content. Just be like, I saw Jesus. My life has been worth it. You know, all the, all the years I've lived have all been worth it because I just got to see and experience the presence of Jesus. That's it. You can dismiss me now you can kill me now you know do do i have that same attitude of um entering into prayer and, and or entering into an awareness of god's presence and in meeting with jesus in an ordinary like you said in an ordinary moment in the day just being like okay that was enough you can dismiss me in peace now like i could get hit yeah. by a truck now and it was all worth it you know um, i could see no answer to any prayers it doesn't matter. It was all worth it because I got to spend time with my savior um, and and you can dismiss me in peace.
1: Yeah. Now I'm convicted. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I mean, it just, it, I think that feeling of conviction, I share it. And I think it's, um, I think it's the feeling of the, um, like there's so many other things I want, you know, I, I'm there's so many other ambitions I have um, and it feels almost, um, embarrassing to realize how clearly those things stand above my desire to simply to be with God Yeah. and, um, how much I use God, my relationship with God to try to get other things and, um, chase after other things and how discontent I am to simply be and how much I, I feel like I'm not enough or haven't reached some, I feel that all the time yeah. and just feeling like there's so much potential, so many possibilities, and so much I want to yet accomplish. Um, and if God, you could help me get there, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's like my daily posture. So it's convicting for me too. Um, so, but I think that's that's kind of part of what's maybe speaking to us today. Um, so thank God for that. Yeah, absolutely. Invitation as well. So well, thank you, Wendy, for engaging that and um being willing to um experience a little bit of conviction (laughs) about that i appreciate that taking courage um and as you guys head back into your tuesday back into whatever you're doing um maybe let's just pause and take a moment um take a deep breath and um be gathered uh, be drawn in by jesus um, and let's let that be enough uh, not to ask for anything, although we could ask things from him, but simply be content, um, with an encounter with Jesus, um, and maybe, and, and that prayer, maybe not with an amen, but, uh, Jesus, now you can dismiss me in peace, um, for my eyes have seen your salvation, um, praise God, so go in peace, everybody, be with you tomorrow morning.